rescue op, save the dinosaurs from an island that's about to explode. What could go wrong? episode we're discussing minute 16 of Fallen Kingdom but before we get to that David once again heading over to Jurassic-pedia.com we've got an article up here by Trenosaur TJ on the man himself Benjamin Lockwood mm-hmm. bit of a write up here bit of his history uh, again a lot of the bios for the characters on the Jurassic Peter are really good really in depth and pretty much cover everything from uh, from birth to death for a lot of these characters <laughs> um, also there's, um, the Charlotte stuff's been a added to it since uh, Dominion's coming out as well, so... Yep. Uh, very, very extensive uh, look back at Ben Lockwood there. Unfortunately, still not really touching on the the split between him and Hermit, <laughs> because we just yeah. don't know. It's kind of just a gap in the whole kind of timeline that we have set up for from these movies, where it's never been filled yet, even by the supplementary material. Mm. Even paying very special attention to Charlotte Lockwood's scenes in Dominion on the last rewatch. It just, I, I always assume from this movie, because we know uh, later Lockwood tells Maisie that his mum visited the park, I always assume Maisie was cloned back then and just had sort of a not-aging gene and just been 12-year-olds all her life. But obviously that's not, that's not what happened because we did speculate when the film came out that the whole split was because... Ingen were creating the dinosaurs and maybe Lockwood lost his daughter and said, hey, I've got this DNA. Woo, can you do something with it to bring mm-hmm. my daughter back? And that was what caused the split. But the way the way Dominion sort of shows it, I think it's 2007 when Charlotte's in the, in the lab under Lockwood Manor with a, the baby bump. So um, this is post-Jurassic World opening as well. Like This is very late, very late in the game when uh, Maisie comes into existence. And we know from the novel that um, Lockwood had been to Jurassic World as well, and there's some connection between Maisie and Blue that Wu says in uh, Dominion. So it's sort of all these things sort of tie themselves together, but still leaving massive plot holes. Mm-hmm. As for um, James Cromwell, of course, I know mostly from Babe. Normally, I know in the 90s he had a bit of a run as a bad guy. Um, he'd turn up in movies, uh, Eraser, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> some uh, other films like that too. But um, I pretty much only really know him for, as kind of either a good, as like a protagonist or as like a neutral character, for example, as like the warden in Green Mile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, he was in that too, yes. Yep. It was funny, growing up, Seeing, watching Babe, I always assumed he was an English actor, but apparently he was born in L.A., and I still can't wrap my mind around that. Yeah, I always thought he was Scottish or something, something like that, Yeah, Especially because, like, English actors are generally known to be better at doing an American accent than American actors are at doing an English accent, Mm. so, you know... Well, and not um, not that we see it too much in this film too, uh, in this movie, but those sort of other roles, um, just the complete opposite to 
John Hammond being short, um, short and squat, where Cromwell's very tall and thin, so that Ian Malcolm mm-hmm. lanky, how tall exactly, I, I do not know and don't want to speculate, but I know it, it's, you see it in, in Babe and that he's always ducking down to walk through doorways and that sort of thing, so... It'd be it'd be rather comedic if we did have a photo in that uh, in that photo album that Maisie's got of, uh, and I'm surprised we didn't get one somewhere of Lockwood and Hammond together uh, in front of the visitor centre or something, um, much like the Charlotte in front of the Jurassic Park gate photo. But anyway, that's uh, that's Ben Lockwood, uh, James Cromwell, still with us. I think he was 82. Like, yeah, uh, he's he's old. He's up there. He's older. Uh, yeah, uh, eighty nine. Oh. Um, oh wow. Yeah. It's kind of funny because it's like I can't imagine him young. Like he was even kind of like older in Babe, and that yeah. movie came out over twenty five years ago. Yep, he's <laughs> one of those actors that seem. And I'm sure if you if we did check his IMDb, there'd be a heap of roles in the seventies and eighties where he's almost unrecognizable, like. Richard Attenborough was in The Great Escape and that, like, I still can't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, still can't put the two as being the same characters, even when you see the photos side by side. Uh, I'm sure there's, there's photos of Cromwell in the early 60s and mm-hmm. 70s as well. Just looks nothing like uh, nothing like what he does now. But I suppose the other thing is, too, yeah, it's a little bit older. Um, off the top of my mind, I can't remember exactly how old Attenborough was in 97 when he'd done... The Lost World, but again, he assumed he'd be in his seventies, seventies or something there, in that film. There must have been a, a thirty-year gap between these two. So, if Hammond was as young as he was in the nineties, late eighties, nineties, Cromwell must have been in his twenties or something, mm-hmm. uh, quite young when they were back doing the, um, doing the park. And from what we get in the write-up here on Pedia, a lot of his involvement with that original park and engine was the funding. So. He must have uh, made his millions very early in life. Mm-hmm. Well, it says on our Jurassicpedia page that he had been knighted at some point. Mm. So, well, we do get uh, Iris call him Sir Lockwood or Sir Ben here mm-hmm. in a minute at the, at the end of the scene. No, ah, my bloody medication. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll get it. We'll get to it. Uh, for this very extensive write-up on Ben Lockwood, uh, head over to drastic-peter.com for uh, this article and many more. Life teaches us some very hard lessons, doesn't it, Claire? Yes. Uh, Dave, we're in again in minute 16. Uh, sure. All right, minute 16 of Thorn Kingdom opens with Hammond, uh, more Hammond backstory and ends with James Cromwell being wheeled off set. Uh, as we continue in a minute 16, Lockwood continues his story about the old days. Uh, when those days were, we don't exactly know, but uh, when we were young, we both shared this passion, John and I. What fools we were, trying to run before we'd learned to walk, uh, as all young men do, I suppose, but we learned, unfortunately, in the end. It drove us apart. Life teaches us some very hard lessons, doesn't it, Claire? Sort of a bit of a callback to the lunch scene with Malcolm, um, you, you took what others had done, took the next step. They um, they're running with the research before they learn how to walk. Well, this also kind of strikes me in a way, as, or Lockwood does, I should say, as a man who has lived a while and is now at the end and having some regrets. You know. Mhm. 
Yeah, well, he sort of looks back um, on those hard lessons, and that's why he sort of mentions it to Clell, nods to Claire, the hard lessons in life she's had as well with the fail- failure of the park, the things that have happened since then. Again, there's all sort of speculation on what, what drove him apart. Was the idea of the theme park? Did Hammer... Did, or, again, Lockwood couldn't have not wanted the theme park because he's got a model of it in his bloody bedroom, so... Mm-hmm. What seemed to drive them apart, at least for the way I've heard it, is that um, Hammond wanted, or I'm sorry, Lockwood wanted to clone people for an unknown purpose, probably not good. And Hammond was just appalled at the very concept that he wouldn't even bring this up, and it was just a kind of like a breaking point for them. Mm. Well, it's one of those things, yeah, by, by 93... They've, able, they've been able to populate the park. They're sort of on top of the, the cloning sort of aspect. And yes, here we are. We're going to open this, this park to recoup some of the costs and show the animals off. But that's sort of not the not the end point for the genetic research. If we can do this with the dinosaurs and, hey, why can't we do this with people? You think you're going to make money now for Dinosaur Park? Wait until you're able to save celebrities by cloning and all that sort of stuff. We've, we've seen the movies where it's all been done and it works for a little while until the clones realise they're clones. But, but um, yeah, you can sort of see where that divide would have come in. Um, it's just it's just weird that uh, Lockwood retreats to his mansion and Charlotte sort of does her own research in that lab over the next decade and a half, two decades before she's able to do it herself, so the whole time Lockwood's been sitting here talking to us uh, you can see his maid has been slowly walking in, not wanting to interrupt but uh, needing to uh, she says, Ben, uh, so Ben, come take your medication um, and he's, we can see his cane here too, which we know from uh, production stills before the movie, uh, different insect in there a bit darker, so we sort of thought uh, he might be a bit more villainous in this role, but obviously not I know some replicas of the cane getting around. You've got a Hammond cane, don't you? I do not, no. No, no. For some reason, I just never really wanted one. I mean, I see replicas of them all the time. They look nice, but it's just... I don't know. I know. I don't know why I never wanted one. Mm. Well, to go, to go to an early discussion, having the space. <laughs> it, um, I do know, hearing stories of people that have bought the... Uh, your sort of your chronicle ones or third party production mm-hmm. canes, uh, and then using them for either everyday use, uh, Halloween, what have you, and them falling apart, breaking, just not. They're designed to be hang on the wall, not used. Uh, yeah, I think that's part of what has kept me away is the fact that I just don't think it could support my weight. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I I did order actually buy an Irish Chalolet. I apologize to anybody if I'm pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> but I bought an Irish Chalet, and um, that seems to be pretty sturdy. It's one solid piece of blackthorn. Mm, nice. So, yeah, that's, if I was going to do it, I'd probably just make it the same thing, get a lathe and turn it up myself and put a bit of paint on just so you could use it. I know I'd be able to hold me weight and that sort of thing. Otherwise, do you, do you just hang it on the wall? Do you try and lay it across a shelf or... Either way, it's going to take up a lot of space just from the length alone. <laughs> so, 
But yeah, Lockwood scoffs, ah, my bloody medications or medicines. And uh, Lockwood asks to be excused as he's wheeled past Claire. He tells Eli he will give you the details, we will save them. Um, what a gift to our children. Claire thanks him and, uh, and he's wheeled away for the next scene. And as the minute ends, we pan back to see their uh, enormous room uh, with the skeletons in it as Ben Lockwood's wheeled away by Iris. Just again, another great shot of that set. Anything else on that before we get into the novel? Uh, no, I think we're good. All right. Uh, the Hammond the Hammond backstory is a late addition to the film and isn't in the novel itself, as I discussed last minute. So, not a lot to add there. Dave, that's minute sixteen. How about we get in for the day? All right, sounds good. All right, lovely. <laughs> 